Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Standing 8. I'm Paul Fitzgerald. I'm Ben Damon and we're here with, well, the two most famous surnames in Australian boxing really, Fennec, Jeff Fennec and uh, this is Tim Zoo. Tim, welcome to the show mate. Thank you. You sure it's Tim? looks too much like his dad. He does look a lot like his yeah, dad. Yeah, sure um, does. You, you, uh, you would have been through that journey. Uh, he, he made his debut, his dad, on um, on your undercard. What are your memories of Kostya before we start talking oh, well, to him? I was pretty blessed that um, obviously Johnny Lewis and Bill Morty brought him out here and it was my job to wine and dine Kostya and make sure that he loved Australia. I'd done that. We had an amazing time and um, he ended up signing um, with Bill Morty and, and, and us guys in, in Australia. But um, I'll never forget watching him just dismantle everybody mm. as easy as I've ever seen. And I, I still think to this day, and I, I'll say it, and I still think in his prime he beats Floyd Mayweather, he beats Oscar De La Hoya. Not you, mate, I'm talking about your dad. <laughs> yeah. get there one day, but yeah, I just think that, man, when I watched this guy train and spar in the gym, he was just, you know, um, yeah, he was very, very unique. Um, he done things differently to all the rest of us. Trained a little differently and brought different things um, to our gym. But um, wow, what a what a great fighter! And I, like I say, I am you know no disrespect to Ricky Hatton either. Um, I just think that that was the yeah, he, he got um, Kostya at, at a great time. That happens in boxing, you know. And um, take nothing away from Ricky Hatton. All he can be is what's in front of him. I've, I've lost fights and you know, I've never made excuses, but uh, that wasn't the cost to do that I knew. Um, we've spoken about that Ricky Hatton fight before and how, how difficult it was for your family, um, the aftermath of what had happened there. What are your memories overall of your father's boxing career? Oh, I obviously saw the great, the, the good things that happened in the sport. Um, but I also got to see the other side, the, the side that not many people get to see as a, as a, as a boxer, as an athlete. Um, that's the crankiness at times. Um, the pure discipline when my dad was, was training. Um, he was super focused. Some something like I've never seen before. You've yeah. called him an army sergeant yeah, before. Never, never experienced. That's that's the type of relationship me and me and dad had. Yeah, maybe you should look at the Jordan documentary because mm. I mean, I obviously I look mm. at it and I see that I was that was Jeff Feng. I wanted to win all costs. That was Costa Zoo. Mm. We ran every morning. He well, and Costa was a little different <laughs> to me. He he was in the gym for an hour longer than me. You know, I. I, I was this guy who got in there, worked my backside off, and went out. But yeah, Kostya would stay that little extra and, and you know, do all the things. Obviously, coming from Russia, we had um, a much better um, boxing technique and background than I did. So he, he worked on a lot of different things where I was just used to doing pads and doing my hard work, and that's what I done. I went home. My, my job was over. But yeah, when you talk about discipline, then um, this um, guy's dad was oh, supremely disciplined. Mm. Get a bit of a fat lip there, Tim. <laughs> well, uh, we did start sparring. Um few days ago so <laughs> how's that going training we, there, there's a working date so um we know that we're working towards late august for tim zoo against jeff horn um how's this process been this period of not knowing um how's your training been it's it's been unknown but but at the same time i've stayed super focused because i know that there's going to be a date ahead i know that there's there's a task in front of me so i didn't i didn't I didn't give up on anything, and I kept uh, kept my mind sharp. Um, did a lot of did a lot of training, and you know, um, I knew that the opportunity would come, so I knew that I had to stay ready. Tim, there's been a lot of time to watch your video at the moment because I, in, during this COVID, I actually happened to see the Zarafa horn for at least two or three times, and I, and I watched it really closely. and And I'm going to be honest because prior to any of this, I just thought, wow, Tim's going to win this fight because of your great skill level and, and everything else that you've got, you know. And um, the one thing that I, I, I never even consider is 
that your name's the same as the great Kosher because I've watched you fight. I've seen your own school level. I've seen your own. I've seen you growing up. And uh, but the thing, the more I've watched Horn against Arafa, the harder I now believe it's going to be for Tim. I used to think, well, Tim's just going to. But did you get a chance to watch him against the Rafa? Yeah, few I did. Times? I did. He's um, just so awkward, Tim, he, for me, is, and, yeah. and just seeing that the strength of the guy and the will that he has to win—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a big thing. It's—it's it's, it's a hard object to to move. Yeah, but I, I believe he's got a lot of gaps that that I can that I can utilize, and um, I'm not worried at all, actually. Um, I'm because I'm, I'm super focused. I know the job ahead, and um, don't worry, I got him in. I got him in. In the back. <laughs> well, I hope so. But let me – I want to go back to even prior to that. I've been pretty blessed, as you said, because I was around Koshyap from the day him and his um, – Tim's mother got here. I just want to remind him of a few things. When Tim was old, Tim hasn't been to this house, but um, we've spent lots of time together travelling and stuff. Tim, you had you had teeth before you can even – You, could, you, <laughs> you Tim, that a, Tim actually had teeth. <laughs> Like yeah. in a couple of months, and he was eating like meats and stuff. I couldn't like you know he's just baby eating meat and that. And, yeah. yeah, you've said this before. Eating raw meat. He's eating meat and stuff <laughs> as, as a baby. Like, this kid's got that teeth. Like, I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> you, you still <laughs> did you ask your mum about it? No, I actually haven't spoken to her about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I should, but should but trust me, yeah, but it's, it's me. the craziest thing that he's just little baby and like. You know, usually put it that, and he would smile. He had, yeah, he had teeth coming through. So yeah. it's crazy. But like I said, I've been really blessed to be around him. And um, obviously, of late, I haven't watched him train, but I've watched his progression. And people always say, "Oh, wow, if he can be half as good as his dad, he's going to be." Or if he, if he is half as good as his dad, he might he might be one of the greatest Australian fighters in history. That's yeah. to be half as good as his dad. But like I said, um, I'm sure that Tim's job. And he's not worried about it. Isn't to be half as good as his dad. It's just to be as good as he can be, and that's why he trains so well. He's so confident. And um, he's got a great team. I mean, having Glenn Jennings, I'm sure, um, is a big plus for you and your team. You know, he's been around the sport for so long, around your dad, around the world, and being around some amazing people. So I'm, honestly, when um, when I heard that Glenn Jennings was there looking after Tim, I thought, wow, that's a, a one of those, the big yeah. boxes really ticked off because Glenn's somebody I really respect. Tim, you're talking about your mindset before and you say super focused and obviously your dad was a bit of a drill sergeant, super focused. Do you think that's a, a Russian thing, you know, in terms of the mindset? Is it, a, is it the, the mindset of a champion? What? I think it's the mindset my dad had has, is it's been brought up by me um, just to be in this, in this certain mind frame where there's nothing that distracts you and there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing around you besides you. Yep. And you're fighting and you're training and, and that's it. And because of the way my dad was brought up, not brought up, but the way he thinks, I think it, it's come to me now. Yeah. Have you found this period frustrating that you haven't been able to have a fight? You you fought four times last year, four mm. times a year before, and you haven't had a fight yet this year. Yeah, of course. Um, I love to fight. That's yeah. my job. That's what I do. Um, and the main thing for myself is to be better at it and to get better each day. Um I continue to strive and be the better person that I was than I was yesterday, and that's how I live my life. Tim, do you feel you're learning each fight? Do you feel you're getting better? Yeah, I do. Um, I do. I feel like there's, of course, every opponent brings out different different side of you. Every opponent is going to come out doing something different. Of course, styles make fights. You know. Yeah, and and by by experiencing all different types of opponents going to america sparring different fighters that's how you're going to learn as a fighter and become better than what you were yesterday and you know i've only been in this sport for 3 years um considering the fact that i've been 
fighting for three years and I've sparred and, and fought all different types of opponents. Um, it's an exciting time for myself. What was it like in the States at Wildcard Boxing Gym and experiencing Freddie Roach and those sort yeah, of Yeah, well, it, it's, an, it's unbelievable. First time you walk in, you're sort of starstruck. It's you, different. You can't yeah. believe what's, what's going on. And then once you get in the ring, it's, it's the same thing. It's a yeah. doghouse you've got to fight and you've got to fight for respect. And, um, you know, in Australia, everyone here knows you. Um, there's sort of a bit of res- mutual respect around around here in Australia, but yeah. there, there's nothing. So it's either it's it's kill or be killed, uh, and that's and that's what I love about it. And that's I love getting into that um to that zone where you don't feel comfortable, yeah, where, where no one knows you, and where you got to fight for for what you believe in. I guess. Yeah. What was the highlight of last year for you? You had those four fights. You stopped in Vassell um on Gallenhopperwadi. You made your headline act uh, debut as a, a main event. Yeah, he was lucky to, lucky to be Jack. <laughs> against Joel Camilleri. <laughs> Great fight with Dwight Ritchie. And then um, that fight against Jack Brubaker where um, mm. uh, Jeff Fennick threw in the towel. I wouldn't say I've got a specific highlight. Um, specific highlight for me maybe would be that that I get to have this year uh, as an opening year to, to bigger and better things because, um, again, I don't set myself goals. I want to I wanna keep going and keep striving for something that is completely – unrealistic one day. What did you make of um, Tim's performance when you were in the other corner uh, with Jack Brubaker that night? I, I think we saw a different style of Tim Zua, a far more aggressive one, one that wanted to make a statement. What did you think as the opposing trainer? Yeah, well, I um, strange uh, things. Like I, I remember the promoter, who's my great friend, Matt Rose, in all the press conference, tell me to, you know, um, say that, Jack was going to win. I couldn't say that Jack was going to win because I, I knew for Jack to win, he had to do something really, really special. And then, um, look, we were training great and I got really sick, so but never made an excuse. And Jack went along with his work and, um, he, he got in and done the best he could. And that, that, on that night, that was the best he could do. And, um, even prior to the fight, um, I'm trying to explain to Jack, Jack, slow down. Um, you, you know, Jack's doing these jumps and warming up like 30 minutes before the fight. I said, Jack, you're going to need all that energy against this kid. And look, he learned something from the fight. And, um, look, he, he went up a weight. Um, but, look, um, this kid's on a different level. Um, he's, um, yeah, I, I, you know, of course I got Jack ready and obviously I looked after him, but I knew that um, the guy we were fighting on that night was, um, you know, no, not an average guy from yeah. Australia. So you sold the fight well, Jack, didn't he? He was, he was fun. Yeah, in the, he it was really entertaining. He didn't yeah. get under your skin a little bit. Like you, you, know, could, you could see that there was some reaction coming. Nah, nah. <laughs> no? I was, I was actually, <laughs> I was Wait, it's on the fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, excuse me. Everyone's different, you yeah. know, so let him be, let him, let him do, let him be Jack. <laughs> yeah, that's just Did you him. see him on Insta yesterday, what he got? No. Well, What's you have to look at, he got a, a, some this, um, Invest in some penis enlarger. Yeah. So he's got, yeah. So, and, yeah, and he puts right. it out. That's J- yeah. Jack's Jack. Yeah, it's yeah. the character. Yeah. No well, he is saying he's got a small dick, so I wouldn't be saying that anyway. So, you know. How do you stay so calm? How do you not let these guys get under your skin? Like, it'd be easy to let them, you know, yeah, of course. frustrate you. Um, I'm just, I'm super confident that I know that at the end of the day, I know that I'm going to beat them. So, whatever people say and whatever they do, um, doesn't bother me. Did you have to train your mind to be so. Strong-willed or That's or a good calm? question. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, I've, I think I've, I'm, I'm in. No, you're born with it. Born with when you believe in it, you, 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 you can't, obviously your mind's everything. You know, I, 
love the conversation where people say he has a big heart. No, everybody's heart's the same size. It's it's the mental capacity yeah. that that makes a difference. And and this tells you whether to to stop or to start. My heart don't tell me to stop or start. This gives me the message. And if I'm ready to do it and I know I've done the work, then I'll do it. And then, you know, I'm the, to me, nothing comes from the heart. It all comes from the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Very different prospect in terms of an opponent this time around with Jeff Horn, the way he is outside the ring. We did um, our launch press conference and we've done a couple of bits and pieces for this fight already before the um, it was forced to be rescheduled. But it's a different prospect, isn't it, to a Jack Brubaker, what Jeff Horn um, provides? Yeah, well, Jeff Horn's been on TV before. Jack, I think that Jack's was his first time, so I think he's an attention-seeking type guy, Jack. So um, for him, it was uh, he couldn't believe it. Well, for Jeff, it's this is another time. This is another day for him. Um, same for me. I, I know that we've got a long, I've got a long career ahead. So you know, I just gotta stay focused, calm, and um, don't let the event get to my head. What do you think of him, Jeff? <clears throat> I think he's a, a awkward fighter, strong fighter. Um, as a person, he's a he's a bit of a nerdy type guy. Um, that's it. <laughs> I got no disrespect for him. <laughs> but well, I, I watched he's that. Train, say, he's yeah. trained by a nerdy type guy. That's for sure. <laughs> I watched that press well, conference, and it was there's almost too much love between you guys. There was no ill no, will. There was respect. no there was no yeah, sort yeah. of barbs. And that's more respect than love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I said, um, the, the one thing I that tried I tried to get it going. You did, you did. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. <laughs> the one thing that's going to be a big difference between the brew breaker fight and the horn fight is that horn is a a naturally bigger man. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Jack was like. Around the weight for weeks before we, you know, we knew all that, so we went into the fight and all that. But for me, this fight with with um, Jeff Horn, yeah, he's fighting a a naturally bigger guy, so he's going to be much stronger than Jack was. You hadn't watched those two um, Horns or Rafa fights until the lockdown period, but you've, now you have seen them. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? What did you see from from that first fight where he was beaten and, and un, obviously underdone, and the second fight where he um, produced that miracle? Again, I can see uh, little gaps. He's strong. He, you know, as Jeff said, he's strong. Uh, he's awkward. He, um, he comes at a style that you you don't expect and you can't really train for. But I see gaps that you can I can utilize, and um, I'm not preparing for him. I'm preparing for a better of a better better Tim Zoo at the end of the day. Tim, I want to ask you a question. The second fight, do you think the referee made a mistake and it allowed Jeff Horn to win? Um, I I. I one hundred percent think that the referee was was terrible, and I think that he erred because, like I said, um, you don't stop the fight when somebody's getting beat up to, to fix a cut. If you're going to get knocked out, you get knocked out. You don't mm. stop it all of a sudden. Give a guy a break to go and fix the cut up. Imagine if the doctor had stopped the fight on the cut at that point because he oh, would have gone to the cards. One hundred percent, and then Jeff would have won. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Jeff would have, but yeah. I mean, he was in a very bad position. What did you yeah. think, Tim? Yeah, well, it shouldn't be stopped for a cut. Because um, Michael was all over him. Yeah, at that I, stage. I thought Michael was going to look like he was going to stop him. Yeah, well, we all thought he was going to stop him. And, uh, you know, Jeff, amazing. Horn, Jeff Horn's been in a lot of the times in that position where he's completely out and he looks like he's finished um, by his facial expressions, body expressions, but somehow he sometimes Comes back. continues. Yeah. Against Pacquiao. But let's just yeah. say that yeah. this, on this occasion he, he got a minute and a half to, to recover and then to come back, you know, you know. Well, he got a little break, yeah, and then he produced that. That right hand, which was was something else, um, yeah. yeah, amazing moment. Yeah, he's he's, he's a tough. He's obviously a very mm. very tough guy. So Ben, I asked you, do you think that he could have produced that right hand without the break? I don't know. It's hard to say. And I, I didn't think he was going to produce it even with the break. No one did. I, I thought he was still gone. I thought Michael Zarafa would have pressed and, and eventually finished him in that round. But he he just he dug deep and produced that punch from the gods. So yeah, it's um it's a controversial moment. Well, no you doubt. know one thing, and I'll say this 
not because Tim Singh was on, but if if he's in that position, Tim's not going to give him any opportunity to you know to breathe after that, and oh, that's obviously cost you was the same. Once he hurt you, you, you stayed hurt. I had a look at the betting prices. You're still a massive favourite against <laughs> Jeff Horn. Are you surprised how strong a favourite you are with, with that's, Everett? It's, that's not up to me. It's not yeah. up to me. It's, I can do what I can. I can only do what I can do. You yeah. know, um, it's a good. It's a good feeling though. That means people have got belief in me. Yeah. <laughs> are you surprised at how strong a favourite Tim is? Yeah, I am. Like I said, um, I, I sat there. And like, like I said, um, I've seen this kid grow up, and I've seen everything that he's done, and. Then I watched those fights and I thought, wow, this is going to be tougher. And, mm. and look, the, the great thing is that this kid's ready for that. He's not overconfident. Like, like, you know, although he speaks the way he's speaking now and believes himself, but I know that he's going to do the work that he needs to do to, to accomplish what he needs to accomplish. But like I said, I think it's going to, now after watching the Zarafa 2, I think it's going to be a much tougher fight than I thought. So if you were in the corner with Tim Zhu or making uh, plans through this preparation, what would you be advising him to do against Jeff Horn? I would just let Tim do what he does, but making sure that when he does it, um, you know, he does it with his hands up and and he's always alert. And you, you really just can't um, relax against Jeff Horn because, he, yeah, he just he does things, I don't know, that are unexpected. And like I said, he's got a, an amazing uh, mental capacity, like, Tim was saying that you look at him and think he's tired and he's done and, wow, all of a sudden he finds something. And uh, so you've got to really – you've got to stay alert for the whole 12 rounds. But like I said, but I know this kid on on my right um, is that and that's why, you know, I I never wanted to be part of the the circus saying that Jack's going to beat this kid. Jack Jack was going to do his best and that's all Jack done that night, you know. What style of fight do you think we're going to see in this fight? Do you reckon um, Jeff's going to get his way and drag Tim into a brawl, which is obviously what he wants? He's even got a cut on the poster. Um, or, or do you the, think Tim can one, stay outside? The one thing that if man, that would be, for me, the most important thing for Tim and his team to voice at the, at the rule reading is to make sure that he can't, he can't hold and punch. These guys let him hold and punch – in all the fights. And, I mean, it's great he gets away with it because he's busy and it looks like – but, yeah, there's, there's a few things that have got to be explained prior to the fight and they've got to be expressed and got to make sure that they've got a referee that's good enough to, to do it because I think that at the right distance and stuff, I, I don't think that um, Jeff Horn can trouble this guy. But in a rumble and in close and doing what he does and getting away with some of the things that he's been able to get away with, it, it's a it's a different kettle of fish. So, um, you know, I just believe that yeah, Tim um, has to be really ready that if the referee doesn't abide by the marks of Queensby rules and lets him hold and lets him hit him around the back of the head and some of the crap that Jeff does, it'll 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 it will frustrate. I don't care who you are, you'll get frustrated. Are you happy to brawl with him if that happens? If the referee does let him stay inside and drag you in? I I work on specific punches, specific tactics, um, specific things. For years and years now, um, so when there's when I'm in a, when I'm in when I'm going to be in a s- certain situation where I'm going to face a certain opponent that does certain things, I'll be ready. And um, I know for sure that whatever he brings, I know I'll be ready because he's got to, he's got to be ready for what I'm going to bring. What are what are your ambitions in the sport of boxing, Tim? Obviously, post yeah, you know, Jeff Horn, you got a tough fight coming up. But where do you want to? Just to be the best I can be. And, um, goals are that. Uh, completely unrealistic, but only realistic to myself. You promoted Matt Rose. Have you spoke to him about fighting overseas? Because, like I said, I'm just yeah. going to let you know that I honestly, though I drew 15,000 people here, and man, the, the, my, one of my biggest regrets is that I never fought in America. 
you're blessed, your dad there, they, they know your name, but nobody really knew who Jeff Fennick was until the, the, the latter part of my career. And, you know, so, um, I mean, mm. America's the mecca, the mecca of boxing. Yeah. That's where people remember you forever. Of course. I think America's the place I want to be. Um, you know, that's where, as Jeff said, the mecca of boxing, and that's where I want to be at is the the top position, uh, the top dogs, um, fighting the best. What are we talking? Undisputed, multiple division world champion. Oh, what? All, all of that stuff. All that. All everybody, of that stuff. Yeah. Paul, everybody wants to be undisputed, but um, in my day and age, you, you couldn't pay people enough to to defend their belt because they thought, well, if, if they lose against Jeff Fennick, then their their gravy train's gone. So they kept this guy yeah. fighting. So yeah, but today things are changing, and some of these guys are taking risks and they're fighting. So you know, um, yeah, I have no doubt this kid could be undisputed, exactly the same as his dad was. Yeah. What about weight? Do you think you're going to stay? Super well to wait for, well, the indefinite future, or, or do you have plans we'll, to, we'll to head see. up? We'll see. Um, we'll see. I'm growing still. I'm only yeah. 24. So have, have you put on much weight through this period? I've, I've, I've done a, I've done a bit. Um, not too much fat. Yeah. Um, I feel physically in, in good shape. Yeah. Um, That's I, not what he asked you, mate. So you put on weight. But I think I've put, put on a little bit. Yeah. Because bloody I am. Because <laughs> you made the weight pretty easily throughout. Maybe the first couple of fights was a bit different, but but. Uh, now that you're a full, fully fledged professional, you've done it pretty pretty easily. Mm. Do you think that's going to continue to be the case at Super Welter? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm still ben, growing. We still all growing. have a system. <laughs> we all we all have a system, and we know that we have to starve for a while. We know we can't drink for a while. He's done that. His dad done it. You know, his dad was amazing at it. Like his dad would put on 15 to 16, 17 pound after weighing, which is crazy. They're blessed. They they weighed in the day before. I weighed in the day of. I weighed in at lunchtime when I try to do the same thing. I, by the time I was just about to go out of the ring, I was on the toilet, you know, losing yeah. some of the, the stuff that I put in me. So it, it's, yeah, these mm. guys know what they've got to do to make weight. How influential, Tim, is your dad in your boxing career? Well, in in, in my boxing career, um, I don't think he's um, he's not as involved. Um, he's, he's played a big part of, in my life. Um, I am who I am because it's because of him right now. Um, but in terms of my boxing career, we keep uh, family as family and business as business, and it's better for him to to sort of stay away because you know what when when he did come for, to my first fight, um, I could feel his emotions, and it was actually quite uncomfortable because um, he's a type of guy that he's a control freak. Yeah, and um, I was in control, and he couldn't. He he wasn't. He didn't know how to control. He didn't feel himself. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't yeah, know yeah. how to control himself at that at that point. Obviously, so, yeah. Tim saying that Tim knew exactly what he had to do, and his dad was trying to tell him what to do. But Tim, mm. but Tim's got his plan. That's that's you know honestly, that's what I really love about Tim, and that's why I think that he's going to be better than you know, than half as good as his dad because, yeah, this kid. Yeah, when I when I watch him, I see that the eye and the movement, and then when you listen to him talk, for me, them. Rhea reassures me that uh, this kid has got what it takes to to do what yeah a lot of people think that he can only do because of his dad, but he's doing it because of himself. Yeah, yeah, I Tim, I want you to know, mate. Um, you're going to go into bigger and better things, and you're going to yeah, you're going to you're going to shock a lot of people. Mm. Thanks, Jeff. It's a fascinating relationship that Tim has with his dad. I, I did a podcast with the two of them when he was in town ahead of that um, the Brewbaker fight. Um, it seems that he was a far harder man when you were a kid than he is now with his young kids in Russia. Mm. Um, do you do you think that it's good that you came through with that version of dad or would you rather the softer version that's around now? 100%. Um, I wouldn't say that my dad was was liked when he was when I was when I was growing up with him. Yeah, he wasn't the type of 
dad that he was always there. Um, he was strict. He was, yeah, he was, he was a hard on. But now with that, with his boxing finished, he's, he's a completely different man. He's happy. He's, he's, he's soft. He's found a soft side in him. And before he was all hard. And, and you know, now, of course, you know, yeah. if you ever ask Tim away from the camera, he always says he would have beaten his dad, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough fellow, that guy. <laughs> but what about your mum? Your mum's been amazing for you. Yeah, my mum's yeah, been a great always, support. Yeah, she, yeah, she's good support and she's always been there. A little loud? Huh? A little loud sometimes? Oh, of course. Make sure that she's the, she's the loudest one in the yeah. room. Yeah. I've got the headphones on and you can still hear her <laughs> very, very clearly. Oh, she's been amazing ringside. support for her kids. What's, uh, what's your profile like in Russia? Obviously, it's huge here. You did an ad over there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, yeah, well, when I, whenever I go there, I'm, I'm always with Dad. and um, it's, uh, it's quite strange the way Dad is there. Yeah. You know, like it's, uh, I feel like in Australia, it's not as – um, appreciated, but there he's he's a rock star, like yeah. a superstar. Yeah. Where um, so not, he should be not just a household name, but uh, a name that every single person knows. Next level. Whether yeah. you're a young kid, whether you're an old person, every yeah. single person knows. And it's quite hard for him to to walk around on the street because he's he'll be he'll be getting bombarded everywhere. Yeah. Um, in Australia, we we have that privilege privilege where people. Won't stop you everywhere you go. You can go walk around in the city. You, you can got go the walk around in the street. Yeah, in the streets, and you got that freedom. Yeah, um, he doesn't. He was. He's a. He's a Michael Jackson type guy in Russia. Yeah, um, and it doesn't help when you're when you look exactly like him as well. Can we yeah. compare him to somebody else, please? <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. The wrong the wrong Jimmy, wait until dad that. He won't like that. No, he won't. won't. He's, not, he's soft now anyway. He's, he's not, not going to do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, so it doesn't help that you look exactly like him. And, yeah, wow. um, but it's all right. <laughs> you don't really have that stereotypical upbringing that most boxers have, you know, that you, you weren't um, involved in running around the streets and all that sort of stuff. What sort of drove you to become a fighter? Was it because, you know, you, sh- you saw your dad in the gym and you just wanted to sort of emulate that and that's what you were used to or? I don't think so. I've always had that ambition in me to, to become a boxer. Yeah. I remember being in America and seeing him and his brother. Mm. That was only two gloves. So he put on the right glove and his brother put on the left glove. And they, yeah, yeah. And they, they boxed. Mate, it was – it was a war, and I'm not sure. These other brothers got amazing skill and ability as well. So, um, yeah, I, I'll never forget that day. You remember mm, that, Timmy? Mm, mm. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. My brother loves to punch on as well yeah. in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always talk about how talented he was as an amateur. Any chance that he comes back to the sport? You know, he put a lot of dedication into boxing, and all, and he he's he, he's the same as me, my dad, um, in terms of mindset and focus. And he puts the exact same mindset and focus into architecture. So he can, he can stay, stay up three days in a row without sleeping and do, do his work, you know, and he's got what it has to, to succeed as a person. Um, whether it's boxing or whatever he does in architecture, uh, he'll be successful in whatever he does. Can you close to your brother? Yeah, I am. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess architecture, no one's punching you in the head either. At the yeah, exactly, here. and you don't have to to eat chicken with uh, with broccoli every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure he doesn't drive a car like you yet, but either. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Tim. 
<laughs> um, yeah, we were saying that everyone's been watching old fights through this period. Um, I dare say you've been watching a, a bit of boxing as well. Anything that's stood out, any um, any greats of the past that you've taken something from? In this uh, period? A <laughs> been watching a bit of Trinidad, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a, I've been a big fan of Trinidad. Um, Roy Jones, of course, he's he's my, my all-time favourite fighter, uh-huh. him and Mike Tyson. Um yeah, just been watching those classic fights because that's that's the the era that that I remember watching and I grew up with watching boxing. Um, I don't watch boxing as much today anymore. Um, not so familiar with um, with what's happening in in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I remember those two thousands and nineteen. 1990, late 1990s. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Jones to me one of the greatest mm. fighters that ever lived. Yeah. And I mean, God, you know, um, again, what happens to boxing? Boxing, we go a little bit too long, and they, they really forget of when he was at his best. Wow. He was he was untouchable. Yeah. yeah his speed and power was at, like if he was boxing today, let me tell you. Golovkin couldn't do around with him. I'm I'm, I'm just honest and no disrespect to those guys, but wow, there's not even a comparison. Mm. Mm. What do you do about Mike Tyson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I look at at John Taylor, and I've said it many times, Tyson Fury, he's got this this skill and ability, but John Taylor just stands and and thinks if I hit you, he would have the chance to hit Mike. Mm. You know, Mike Mike had skill and speed and, 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 and... Power with it, you know, and and you know, yeah, I don't know. It just it just upsets me to hear these guys. Even look, obviously, errors an error. We we speak about different people, but yeah, you know, I, I I can't believe how people can even compare them, you know, to, to those guys or to Lennox or to Evander. Like Evander was smaller than, but Evander would beat all those guys today. What about super welterweights internationally? Anyone that you've got your eye on as a potential future well, opponent? Of course, the, all the world champions. Yeah, because that's 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 the position. Who's, I don't. Who's the be weakest at. of them for you? <sighs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't want the weakest. I want the, the okay. best. <laughs> yeah. Tim, you think you're ready for that? Uh, yeah, of course. That's I've cool. got I've got I've got true belief in myself. Um, I've like when I went to America, I've I've been there. Um, I've sparred many Pacquiao, but. 15 or 16 rounds we did with each other for two weeks. So that's the great thing. Mm. Yeah, that's what I told you about young Brock when I've taken him overseas and let him spar. I've seen what he's – so I know what he can do. Mm. And that's that's where you find it out. You don't find it out, you know, training or run. You find it actually in the boxing ring. And, you know, for him to go to the States and spar those great guys and think, wow, I've more than held my own. With I should do the same with his same brothers. We used to go to Freddie Roach's gym and spar everybody. And they'd always think, wow, who are these two guys from Australia? Because they were always – Competitive and built the guys over there, you know. The, mm. And uh, that, yeah, you, you've got to do that. Mm. What do you do away from boxing, Tim? Mm? What do you do away from boxing? What do I do? Oh. Or is boxing just yeah? No, nah, boxing. Boxing's just a little part of me. Yeah, of course. There's there's a, there's a lot more to life than than just boxing. But yeah. right now, um, these next 10, 15 years is is only boxing. Yeah. And to to get to where I want, um, it has to be my number one priority. Yeah, um, but there's of course there's life outside boxing. Yeah, do you have a hobby that nobody knows uh, about, or you know what? I've recently started doing a bit of surfing. Yeah, oh. I love a doing Russian a bit of surfing. Surf. <laughs> um, but I love just being out in the water, um, being in the fresh air. That's, that's Tim. I'm going to give you a little tip thing. of mine. Yeah. I've, I've got a famous nice. saying that I say: when I go to restaurants, there's no sharks ever ever eat dinner with me. I don't go and swim with. Those kind of animals. <laughs> Trust me, mate. Just stay at home, get well, in the pool, and I'd, I'd love to have a little wrestle with one of them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Go and ask Big Fanning. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Wow. Um, and you're back sparring now. Is that the yeah um, uh, quite intense uh, training at the moment? Yeah, of course. Um, it's always it's always intense. Yeah. yeah. You've got, what have you got? Probably ten weeks or so, eleven weeks maybe for the fight. Yeah. So yeah, um, I've already started training a long time ago. I've always remained training. Um, okay. And what do you think Jeff Horn's done in this period? It doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. It's I. My main focus is myself and to be become the, what I was better than the day before. So, so, Tim, what's what's the day in, in the life of training for Tim? What do you do? Well, I wake up in the morning, of course. Um, I hope so. <laughs> you all hope that <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> I go for a, for usually eight nine kilometers run. Um, then I do my usual uh, a bit of strength training, a bit of chin ups, push ups. Um, sometimes I do a bit of a circuit with my strength coach. And then uh, whether it's sparring or, or pad work, um, do that in the Arvo, rest in between, um, eat the right food, of course, um, and just just stay focused. So two sessions a day, Tim? At the, when, when it's in peak time, yeah, two sessions. That's good. Yeah, two sessions. But the second of them is a big session. I, uh, <laughs> I was when – I don't remember when that was, but around the time we announced the venue for the fight, I came mm. and, and watched your session and it was that, – was, that's full-on training. You were at a, a really advanced stage there. You're going – it seems that you've gone to another level in your training for this particular I feel like I feel like I need to not just push myself but to, to out, outwork my opponents mm. in, in every calibre. And that's what well, I, doing the work, Ben, it, it puts it in your head. You, I've done all this work. I've done more work than I believe anybody else is doing. So you get in the yeah. ring and, and, and you do it. And that's that's what he's doing. He's, he's, he's training. The, he's training that mental yeah. side. Well, now him. now I've got everything quite professionally done. I've got my massages. Uh, I've got my stretching sessions. Um, you know, my my sauna, my uh, pool sessions, ice baths. So everything's quite on point, and um, everything's just. At the same time, it just doesn't stop. And there's no, again, the best thing is that I don't have any distractions. I don't have anyone bugging me or anyone messaging me about certain things. It's everything goes from my manager. And I'm, I'm in this, I've got a great team around me that's, I don't let anything distract me. You know, so everything's going quite well. Um, I asked before what you would do if you were in Tim's corner, Jeff, uh, for this fight, what your advice would be. Um, what about if you were in the other corner, if you were training Jeff Horn against Tim Zhu, what would uh, the instructions be? Again, to, to beat these guys with, with that surname, it's pressure. You've got, to, you've got to be great at you've got to be great at putting pressure on these guys. And I mean, um, is Jeff Horn great at pressure? Mm. I don't know. He's awkward at it. He's, he, you know, but um, does he do things that uh, Ricky Hat would have done, or does he do things that uh, other pressure like Roberto? Drew? No, he's different. So it's it, yeah. Tim's got. I believe Tim and his team have <clears throat> have got to watch video and just see some of the, the strange things this guy does. Because like I remember when I told Manny Pacquiao mm. that this guy's going to take you somewhere you've never taken. And listen, the other reason why Manny Pacquiao hasn't fought Jeff Horn again. He doesn't want another war. He, he, he may win, but he doesn't want to mm. go through what he had to go through, you know, prior to winning. <coughs> These other guys that he fights and the, the boxer guys, yeah, he, he enjoys that. But the pressure fighters are different. So um, I just think that the only way that Jeff Horn can win is, is by putting a lot of pressure on Tim and making him fight. Jeff Horn's fight. And that's mm. that's how fighters win fights. You make I make you fight my fight. I make you fight what I'm good at. The great thing about Tim is, and the great thing that he's been saying to you is that he watches all these certain fighters and all these certain styles, and he tries to have a, a thing to counter it. 
it's my job as a if I was Jeff Horn's trainer, if I was Jeff Horn to to make sure he can't counter, to make sure they get in that position where he can't use his strength. So, is Jeff Horn got the first of all the corner to 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 tell him what to do when he goes back to the each round? I don't believe he has that. Has he got the the mental capacity and and the will and drive in his own self? Yes, he has got that. So it's going to be tough because Jeff Horn's going to have nobody when he goes back to the corner and say, son, listen, this kid's doing this to you. You've got to try to do that. All Jeff Horn's going to get here when he goes back to the corner. That was a good round. Close round. You won that round, son. I mean, that's all he's going to hear, mate, which is which is something that you shouldn't be hearing. You should be – he should be hearing what he has to do to, to try to counter what Tim's doing is try to outthink what Tim's trying to do. And my job as a trainer is to see what Tim's trying to do until – to tell Jeff, Jeff, this is what he's trying to do. So tell him to do something else. But <clears throat> excuse me, like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. And that's why I think the fight's going to be very, very different mm. for Jeff Ford. Yeah. Who would you like to train if you could choose one of them for this fight? <laughs> uh, we'd, we'd go, look, um, you know, I love the way <laughs> Jeff Horn fights and stuff, but um, I, you know, this guy, he's got this amazing guy. And like I said, he's as much as he says, you know, um, I think w- he's born with these genes and he's got this amazing – Movement stuff that his dad had. Um, Costa's strength was he didn't even use his body weight to punch it. He could punch so hard. It was just it was just from the hip and that movement, that great eye. And um, look, I see so much of that in him. And look, the only way to beat these guys is is the pressure and and, and know how to to pressure fight by putting shoulder from one side to the other and bump, bumping them backwards. Because nobody can punch going backwards. I don't care who mm. you are. You don't have power when you're off balance and going backwards. Can Jeff Horn do that? No, like Jeff Horn can hold and punch and, and and make it tough. But um, like I said, I think that um, overall, uh, yeah, I think that um, this kid's a prospect that is because um, and 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 has the favoritism that he has because people can see that he has a a few more strings to his bow than than Jeff Horn has. You've had fifteen fights, eleven stoppages. Do you think your power is still developing? Do you think you're going to be like obviously you get compared to your dad, which is unfair for anyone in terms of your power punching, but do you think you're going to get to that stage? Yeah, I think I am. I feel I feel much stronger um, in the prep now um, than what I was last year. So you do anything to work on your power team specifically? Of course, of course. Every 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 session we do, we do stuff differently. Um, there's certain times where you just for, for 10 rounds straight, you're just working on power sometimes. Ten rounds, you're doing just one one left hook or one straight right. Um, again, consistency and repetition is what builds, um, and um, I've I've definitely got that. Who are going to be your main sparring partners for the build up to the one fight? There's going to be a few actually, but um, we're going. I'm going to to Gold Coast next weekend to to spar Joel. Yeah, I'm leaving for a few. Mm-hmm. Th- we're going to spar three times. Um, again. I don't need a, I don't need to specifically um, spar someone. I believe um, because sometimes when you get in the ring, all, all of the go, all, all of it goes away. Uh, you sort of need to spar all different types of opponents. Where that's how you learn as a fighter to to be able to adapt to anyone that comes in the ring with you. For Tim, I honestly believe this. Obviously, you need to spar, but as long as Tim is super fit and ready for the fight, um, he'll be ready for the fight because. Um, like I said, styles make fights. It's so funny when you look at people in the history of boxing, like Roberto Dream, for instance, who beat Leonard, um, beat uh, Barkley, beat all these people, and then Tommy Hearns just knocks him in a round. Where yeah. you know, it's it's just and, and I'll tell you that the master of, of 
or boxing coach trying to care who they say is the best was Emmanuel Stewart. Emmanuel Stewart, he would tell you exactly, he, would, he knew exactly what kind of fighter that his fighter needed to fight and he would make sure that he got that fighter for you and he would never let you fight anybody that he thought wasn't the style that you needed unless you were going to make millions and millions of dollars. And he's done that for Tommy Hearns. I've spoken about it many, many times. So, yeah, styles make fights and, um, you know, uh, again, um, I don't think that Jeff Horn has – the perfect style to beat Tim Zhu. He has the the pressure and he, he has that, but I, I don't know if he, he has mastered the way that uh, enough to, to to beat Tim. I think I think the difference is just hunger in this fight. That's you know, styles and all that. Uh, don't tell me he's gonna start it. I think it's I think it's just Jeff. hunger. Hunger because um, I've got something I've got something that I haven't achieved yet and I wanna achieve while well, he's already achieved and that's the, that's going to be the difference. Tim, you got a really strong brand. You know, the Tim Zoo brand is is really strong. Do you enjoy the business of boxing outside the ring? Yeah, of course. Um, but my, my number one focus is just is just my boxing because I can't get to where I want to be or my brand can't become to the top if, if my boxing is lacking. If you stop yeah. losing, if you lose, you don't have a brand. So yeah, it's so all about winning. It's all, yeah. yeah, exactly right. It's all yeah. about winning and becoming better. Yeah. You win, the brand grows. This is true. You lose, it goes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little poem maybe to finish yeah. it off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. All right. Well, yeah, thanks, Tim. Looking forward to announcing this fight maybe in the next couple of weeks and then uh, working towards a date. But um, very exciting and good to chat to you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Is and Yeah, Tim, on? thank you for um, giving us uh, your presence today. It means a lot to all the boxing people. And it means a lot to me too because, like I said, um, I have watched you grow up and I – Really want to say that um, I wish you all the best and um, don't ever let people uh, compare to you, Dad, or don't ever believe those things. Like I said, just go out and be be you and um, you're going to reach amazing heights. Appreciate that, Jeff. Thanks, mate. Don't forget to subscribe, Standing 8, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify.